Army veteran Ahmed Burse is a highly skilled career coach specializing in guiding engineers toward professional success. Coming up next on Veteran on the Move. Welcome to Veteran on the Move. If you're a veteran in transition, an entrepreneur wannabe, or someone still stuck in that J-O-B trying to escape, this podcast is dedicated to your success. And now, your host, Joe Crane. The Navy Federal Flagship Credit Card treats members to our highest rewards and premium benefits. At Navy Federal, our members are the mission. Learn more at NavyFederal.org. All right, today we're talking with Army veteran Ahmad Burst. He's a career coach for professional engineers. Ahmad, welcome to the show. Before we get to talking about uh, your coaching business and what you're doing these days, consulting, take us back. Tell us what you did in the Army. There I was, there I was, there I was. I mean, that's that's <laughs> the best, best way the, ar- the, the Army stories always begin. <laughs> but in any instance, uh, at 17, I joined the Army. I went to see, a wor- see the world as an infantryman uh, throughout my career. Uh, I was a drill sergeant. I served with some, I served with a couple different uh, <laughs> units that jumped out of airplanes, but the most notable, most notable is a second airborne division. I also was a member of the third United States entry, the old guard. Uh, we did presidential ceremonies and, and uh, I culminated my career working with soldiers who were in transition out of the military, uh, wounded warriors. So then that's kind of the, the gist of my military career. Yeah. And so, where did this entrepreneurship thing come from? You, what was your, your, your get out of the army? Uh, did you have a, uh, did you have a well-defined plan and how did the, how did the transition go for you on the way out of the army? Uh, upon transition, when I knew I was going to transition out and I just say, I, I was blessed enough to be actually be able to transition. Cause I think a lot of my, my friends, they weren't able to transition. They're like, Hey, listen, you got 90 days to get out. Right. And so, so I had like about six months to kind of plan. So I tried to get as many certifications as I could. And then when I got out, I just kind of sat there because there wasn't anything available. So I became a teacher and I'll have, you know, I, I left the military in 2012. So I became a teacher and then I became a HR person working with the army, specifically the army Corps of engineers, which segues into why I'm a, I'm a coach for professional engineers yeah. during that time when I worked in HR, I, I helped people resolve a lot of problems, a lot of problems specific to the engineering community. A lot of folks are very technologically savvy, but they didn't have that, uh, those skills to kind of transition them into leadership roles. They didn't have those skills to kind of help them uh, address just normal conflict things. And I realized I was good at it. So from there, I, I stayed in HR for a little while, and then I'm still resolving conflict working in HR. So it's like, listen, uh, I think I have a knack for this. So I'm just going to go ahead and start a business and step out on my own. So that's kind of what brought me here. So you're dealing with a lot of engineers, technical type people yes. uh, in your HR in, in your HR role. Uh, you, you realize we see this a lot in those kinds of jobs. Um, very technical, specialized skill, t- skill sets. And then who do they make, who do they make into the leader? Who do they make in, in who's going to move up as the, as the, the lead engineer? Uh, well, the best engineer. Well, like, well, oftentimes the guy that was the best engineer may not make the best boss. Uh, there, there's that, Absolutely. sometimes there's that leadership gap. They have to become more of a people person. Yes. And, and it's interesting. It's the same thing that I've seen in the military. 
a lot of times you have, you know, because as an army, you have a good soldier, excellent soldier, and then you, you know, make them a team leader and they just aren't able to be effective. And it's because they haven't been developed. They haven't, you know, honed those skills. Like, hey, how do you develop? How do you sit down and talk to someone to figure out, hey, what's going on with you? Uh, let's kind of pull this onion back. So throughout my career, I was really good at that. And it's like um, I was able to you know, fine tune to pick up things based off of what people said. So then it's like, hey, listen, may, there's a possibility. No, there isn't a possibility. I can do this professionally. So then that's kind of what moved me into that. But there's I mean, there's a lot of professions, a lot of technical fields where people just haven't developed those skills. And unfortunately, they don't realize they need someone like me, a coach to assist them until their back's against the wall. Whereas they've watched someone get promoted that they know they're better than, or at least they assume they're better than, or uh, their, their leadership has said, listen, we can't deal with you anymore. Uh, you, you just got to, you have to change the way you present, the way you speak to people, the way you communicate. Yeah. Where did this entrepreneurship thing come from? Because you, you had a pretty, pretty good HR job and you're dealing with all this. How did you see the opportunity and all that? To be quite honest with you, it's a, it's a, to me, it was my time. Uh, I retired from the military. I'm, I'm doing a job and I'm doing really well. It's a, it's a fine job, but the thing about it is I'm not, I have more, I have less sunrises than I do going on, you know, I'm, I'm going down. It's like, well, what am I going to do with my time? So I can sit here and I can, I'm talking to senior people, uh, like very, very senior people. And I'm advising them in my job. It's like, hold on now. Is my time worth this sitting here with them when I can be doing something on my own? And, and that's for anyone, not just someone who like looks at themselves and say, Hey, listen, I'm getting older. You should start anytime you can, because, uh, you know, the day is going to go by anyway. The years are going to go by anyway. So you might as well be doing something that brings you joy that, you know, allows you to give back to the world the way you want to. Absolutely. Well, that thought, we're going to take a quick break. Be right back. Navy Federal Credit Union is here to help military members and their families tackle homeownership during this high rate market. They offer mortgage options with zero down payment, so you don't need to wait years to save. With their new no refi rate drop option, if you buy your next home now, and mortgage rates drop later, you could lower your rate by paying a low fee instead of refinancing and paying thousands in closing costs. Flagship makes it easy to rack up rewards with higher points on travel, including everything from tolls to terminals. I know firsthand, as I've had a Navy Federal flagship credit card for a couple decades, and we use our points for plane tickets and hotels all the time. Earn a bonus of 40,000 points when you spend $4,000 in the first 90 days. Plus, enjoy a free year of Amazon Prime. At Navy Federal, are members of the mission. Learn more at NavyFederal.org. Federally insured by NCUA. Membership required. Equal housing lender. Terms and conditions apply. Loans subject to approval and eligibility requirements. Open to the armed forces, the DOD veterans, and their families. As of May 1st, 2023, the rates for flagship are 14.74% to 18% APR based on creditworthiness. ATM fees for cash advances are up to $1 at non-Navy Federal ATMs. $49 annual fee for Visa Signature Flagships Rewards. Guys, you ready to boost your testosterone and get your old self back? Our sponsor, Nugenics Total Tea, is offering a complimentary bottle when you text 231-231 and enter keyword veteran. If you've been out for a while and not keeping up with your PT regime like you should, working on that dad bod, having less energy, it might not be you. We did some research and turns out we all have a natural loss of testosterone as we get older. I've experienced it myself. 
Now you can get that old fire back with Nugenics. Want more energy, more power to fight the negative physical effects of aging? Nugenics Total T Testosterone Booster with Testofen will help you turn back the clock, re-energize your life. Nugenics is the number one doctor-recommended testosterone boosting brand. And now you get a complimentary bottle when you text 231-231 and enter keyword veteran. Nugenics Total T contains man-boosting key ingredients like testofen. It has been shown in clinical studies to boost free testosterone levels in men. This is the unprecedented formula with science-backed key ingredients to safely maximize your free and total testosterone levels, help you increase muscle mass, and skyrocket your performance as you age. Nugenics is the number one selling testosterone boosting brand at GNC and Walmart. Nugenics Total T can help re-energize your life and help you get back that powerful, confident, good-looking warrior you used to be. If you're not totally satisfied, Nugenics will refund 100% of your purchase price plus shipping and processing. Now get a complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total T when you text 231231 and enter the keyword veteran. Text now and get a bottle of Nugenics Thermo X, our newest and most powerful fat incinerator ever, with key ingredients to help you lose fat and get lean fast, absolutely free. Text 231231, enter the keyword veteran. Text 231231 and enter the keyword veteran. Text and enrolls you into recurring automated text messages. Consent not required to purchase. Message and database may apply. Number one doctor recommended brand by primary care physicians based on an independent survey conducted by IQVIA 2022, YT lower third. Get a complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total T Plus bottle of Nugenics Thermo X Free when you text veteran to 231231. All right, back talk with Army veteran Ahmad Burst, from, uh, who's a career coach for a professional engineer. So, Ahmad, you weren't an engineer yourself. You're working in HR. You're, start, you're, you're talking with folks about issues and problems going on, leadership roles and those kind of things. Where was the proverbial light bulb moment where you said, ah, there might be something I can do here? For me, it's always been there. However, I, I guess sometimes you just got to say, I'm going to do this. You can't sit there and allow things to pass. Like, no, I need to do this now. Uh, so then I think it's always been there. Not that I think as an entrepreneur, you have to feel like the value you bring is much greater. And once you can, once that clicks in your mind, then it just changes your whole perception of things. It's like, okay, all right, I'm not going to, it makes you say no to a lot of things. And that's why in transitioning from where I was to where I'm at now, it made me say, hey, no, I need to cut. I need to stop doing some of the things I'm doing at my job or at the job just over broke so that I can <laughs> continue to can pursue my career. Yeah. And so as you start to formulate this plan, um, were you able to get a couple of clients while you still had the J-O-B uh, before you started uh, walking out the door and start that transition into being an entrepreneurship? Yes. On the clients still in the transition, just closing shop. Yeah. So, um, talk about the first couple of paying clients. What's that like? Well, I think the thing to remember is the value that you're bringing. You start off kind of like cheap, I could say, <laughs> and, and then because you don't know what value, because you're changing people's lives literally. Uh, and in changing people's lives, what value is that? Is that your time? So then the money is very much not there in the beginning until you realize 
what your value is, then you can start commanding greater prices. And, and another part about it is it's, uh, the the higher price you command, it means you're, it doesn't necessarily mean you're providing greater value, but what it does mean is that you expect more from yourself. You know, if I'm charging someone X amount of dollars for a consultation and I'm helping them develop their career goals uh, and I'm charging them this amount of money, then I need to be able to deliver. You know, there, I, you have to have integrity about your business. So that if you don't have that integrity, uh, if you, if, you know, because you get, you meet some folks are just in it for this and in it for that. But to help someone achieve a goal and then for them to say, hey, listen, thank you. Uh, you've really impacted me. You've changed my life. You've allowed me to become something that I didn't think. Because a lot of times you're breathing something into someone that they didn't see for themselves. And that's kind of the way I look at things. Because, you know, and, and, and with any relationship where you're developing someone, a lot of times it's confidence. That person, even though you're talking to them about, hey, I want to be a supervisor, it might be that they're dealing with something within a personal relationship that's impacted them, that took them away, that's taken away their their confidence. Uh, marriage, children, I mean, you name it. Yeah. You, come in a, you might come into the conversation with one thing and end up developing into something else. Right. And one of the things, uh, you know, in the, in the coaching business, uh, oftentimes you, you might start off cheaper or even close to free. Um, and over time you start building a, a clientele and then you raise your prices dramatically. Um, and what people find out, you know, I've read about this, listen to other podcasts and talk to coaches. When you raise your prices dramatically, all of a sudden you become very expensive. You, you end up getting very quality, uh, quality customers. Oh. And, oh, absolutely. You know, it's it's more of a quality uh, a quality thing as opposed to quantity. Well, I'm, I mean, and I think that's for for and I guess the, the thing I say to any entrepreneur is know who the client is you want to work with and then work with that client. Don't compromise yourself because it becomes a job at that point when you when you're not working with the people that you want to work with, because anyone who realizes when you pay a coach, you're paying you're putting an investment in yourself. Because the goal is I'm not paying them. I'm investing in this coach to help me get to the next spot so that it's going to help me maybe double, triple my income. It's going to help me uh, you know, reach some goals that I didn't think about were possible. So that's and that's the time. That's the type of mindset of people I like to work with. Um, so, yeah. Then, yeah. Now, transitioned into being a, a full time coach. How was it uh, instead of just saying, well, I want to be a coach for everybody. How was it you ditched down like you did and foresight focused on, I'm going to be a coach for engineers. Engineers build things with their hands. You know, yeah. uh, they're simple engineers. They're, 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 they're building roads, they're building, you know, horizontal, vertical. They're, and so then it, for me in that demographic, it's a different conversation. Uh, when you're, it's like, Hey, uh, so this is what you've done. You know, you've had to, you were out here slaving to, to get A, B, C, and D done. And, I kind of dig into my my role in the military as an infantryman. I mean, because it's as a, you know, I hate to say it, but game recognizes game. Real recognizes real. And whenever you talk to someone who's really been through something, you, you know, you're speaking to them on that level. So to narrow it down to that group of engineers, those folks to me seem like they needed the best support. Um, you know, they may they're the most overlooked because people, you know. You see the buildings, you see things being built, you see roads being constructed, but 
you know, you don't, you see the people building them, but you don't see the people. You, you understand what I'm saying? So I said, yeah. hey, the, the, this group of folks is out there in it. You know, they probably need the most support and I could probably help them the most. Yeah. Interesting. Um, as you, as you've moved into the, the, the coaching realm, um, how much of your military experience has entered into being a coach, military leadership experience? All of it. <laughs> and I say all <laughs> of it because, uh, it's just interesting. You never know, you never realize what, what you've learned in your career that's going to impact you to make you more successful. Uh, just, you know, you hear people talk about the simple things like making your bed in the morning. Uh, those little steps get you prepared for everything else. You know, stick to it as news. Uh, doing what you say. Uh, when people talk to you, they you have that you have a a frame of integrity. You have that frame. They's like, okay, I can trust this person. And it's just some of those things. You know, as a leader, those are a lot of the things. As a drill sergeant, so you have to be without reproach. You were supposed to be without reproach. I'm just right. I'm caveat with that. But my <laughs> point being is, you have to look that look. And it comes across even over the phone. It comes across in, in the podcast, something similar like this. If, if you're not the real, it, it it shows. So then that's that that whole military, that's my whole, a lot of things. I think I've gotten to a lot of places because of the way I spoke and the way I've supported other people and the way I carried myself that a lot of people maybe would not have been able to get into. Right. So. Yeah. We oftentimes talk about hard skills versus soft skills. Most most civilian employers are looking for hard skills, or at least they think they're looking for hard skills. Those things, you initials behind your name and things that look good as bullets on resumes and things like that. But in the end, it's really soft skills that make the difference when it comes to leadership and and become moving up as far as supervisors and directors and everything else in the civilian sector. And, and I think the other part about it is a lot of people talk in theory and that's one of the things I, I'm very practical. If I, I wouldn't ask anyone to do something that I wouldn't have done or I wouldn't do. So then when you're talking to people and say, listen, yeah, this, you may not want to do this, but this is the right thing to do. So you, know, you need to go ahead and do it then. Talk a little bit about your, your exact uh, approach with, if you work, if you get a new engineer, sign on as a client, what are some of the first things you do? And what's, you know, what's something the engineer is going to experience from you? The first thing is that the free, you get a free con consultation and we talk, I mean, you know, at that point I'm interviewing the, the client to find out whether, Hey, we can have a relationship because sometimes having a client that's not coachable is not fun. <laughs> uh, it makes you drag your feet to the meeting. So as opposed to that, you know, I, I'm trying to find out what exactly they're trying to achieve because maybe what they're trying to achieve, amen. I may not be able to help them. Maybe someone else can. So I'm kind of assessing, you know, trying to pinpoint, okay, where do you want to go? Or what have you done? Uh, have you tried these things? And then trying to figure out what role I can play, what value I can provide to them. Because that's the bottom line. If I'm not giving you any value, if I'm not giving you something that you can work with, then it's what kind of relationship can we have? And then from there, if we decide, hey, this is something I want to go, we can do the uh, three-month or we can do the six-month. Um, uh, I'll talk about my price points. And then from there, we sign up and we'll, and we'll begin. So within my program, one of the first things I'm going to do, I'm going to find out where you're going, uh, assess it, uh, come up with a plan, and then execute. That's that's and I, and that's and that's kind of me in a, in a nut roll about how I coach clients. It's like 
Let's let's figure yeah. out where you're at. Let's figure out where you want to go. What's what's inhibiting this? So. And is all your is all your coaching all your coaching options are one on one? Yes, for now, yes, one on one. And and that's another thing. I, and for every entrepreneur, like for instance, in the coaching and the coaching uh, training a speaker role, you know, you kind of hear overlap. I'm focusing on coaching. You know, find your focus. Get really, 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 really good at that. And that's what I'm doing right now. I'm studying. I'm learning more all the time to be the best coach that I can be for my clients. So yeah. then, and then later on, if that's something else that you're interested in, do that. But any entrepreneur, find out what you want to do and then just be the best at that, not at everything. Yeah. You know, um, there's a lot of business people in business and, and professionals out there where you're using the an engineer as an example. Um, they don't really have anybody to go to, to talk about these kind of things. Um, they, they can talk, talk to their fellow engineers and the people they work with, but sometimes things going on at work, you may not necessarily want to talk with people at work. Um, do you find yourself, you know, coaching involves a certain amount of therapy, I suppose. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, after some of these, some of these folks working with you for a while, do you ever hear them say, wow, you know, where have you been all my life? Or how did I, I, I could have, I, I could have been so much happier, so much farther along if I had done something like this a long time ago. I have yet to have that conversation. However, I have, I have had experiences where people have said, you know, you did change my life. You've, you've made me, I've looked at things. You challenged me. You, sh- you showed me things that maybe I didn't look at. You helped me change the perspective. And I think that's what the coach does. It's like, okay, hey, this is what you wanted to do. Um, I got your buy-in. Now you're going to go ahead and do it. And if that not, then we're going to have another conversation. But if you're not doing what I'm going to ask you, how do you expect to get the outcome that you want? So then that's, and that's, then that goes again with when you're, when I'm having that one-on-one, figuring out what, where, what direction do you want to move in? What do you want to do? Yeah. So. If I ask you, what's the difference between a coach and a consultant? What what ideas you have on that? Well, a coach is someone. So then, like when you have like a a coach being someone who's you have certain skill sets, and maybe those skill sets aren't what you need. They're not there. So I'm coaching you in a direction for you to build those 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 skill sets. As as a consultant. I don't look at consulting. I look at consulting as not a one-on-one, but towards an organization. Uh, coaching is more personal. It's more direct. It's more specified. Well, consultant is more advisory. Uh, it's like, okay, these are some things you might want to do to improve your organization's climate. Whereas a coach is like, hey, we talked about uh, you addressing uh, inappropriate behaviors because that's impacting your ability to lead. Let's talk about what you've done about those things. So then that's how I look at coaching versus consulting. Yeah. What are, uh, sorry, I got like three questions I want to ask all at once. Um, in, in the coaching business, you know, if somebody wants to become a coach, let's say, what are some of the best ways to begin acquiring clients? Um, cause that could be a, that could be a huge obstacle. You know, how do I start a coaching business from scratch? I mean, what are some of the things that you experience uh, in your initial startup and 
how to acquire clients? I would say acquiring clients, uh, that's, that's lead generation. Um, I, I, I use LinkedIn, uh, LinkedIn sales specifically and go through and you can, uh, excuse me, you can go in and you can, you can sort it for the, like whenever I'm looking for clients, I'm looking for professional engineers or, um, um, engineers that have the PMP certification. Those are the things I'm looking for because I know that demographic will me, me and that demographic can talk the same time. So, but the other part about it is whatever you're going to coach, however you're going to do it, make sure you know what you're comfortable with and then begin to push that line. It's like, okay, uh, I'm, I'm comfortable with talking to this group of people. It's like, okay, all right. So what's my next step moving forward? Have a plan to continue to grow. Uh, I wouldn't recommend because if you don't push yourself or better yet, I'm sorry, get yourself a coach because that's not it. Honestly, get yourself, make an investment in yourself and get a coach to coach you on how to coach because there's things that you don't know. So then that coach can see things within you that you may need to do. So that's what I I, I highly recommend that. So it's kind of hard to be a coach and not have a coach yourself or. Yeah, it is because uh, you have, uh, we all have uh, blind spots. We all have things we're not aware of. And I think for me, having a coach is, I know everything, you know, (laughs) I do, but there's a coach that's saying, well, you don't know everything. Right. And well, I would never do that. Well, are you, do you want what, do you want what you want or do you want with what your client wants? So coaches bring that out in you to make you say, Hey, okay, yeah. what do I need to look at? What, what's another direction I can move in? Yeah. So, uh, so Matt, if somebody wants to find you, check out your, what your services are, uh, how do we get in touch with you? By all means, you can find me on LinkedIn at Ahmed Burst on LinkedIn, or you can shoot me an email at, at Ahmed, A-H-M-A-D at Burst Consulting, B-U-R-S. C-O-N-S-U-L-T-I-N-G dot com. Awesome. And if somebody's getting out of the military in, the, in regards to entrepreneurship, they want to run their own business, want to run their own show, what kind of advice comes to mind when you're talking about somebody getting out, wanting to get into entrepreneurship? To be honest with you, set yourself up for like 90 days of nothing. And the only reason I say that is because I've had a lot of friends that got out of the military and they went right into another job. And it's not that, or, you know, they went right into something, you know, being in the military is a traumatic experience. I'm, I mean, I'm just being <laughs> honest and I'm not being funny. That's hilarious. I'm being, it, no, it's so true. No, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm lying though. It's, 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 it's a traumatic experience. And so <laughs> you need time to decompress and process. Yeah. I, I don't know how many very senior people I've met who've gotten out of the military and they didn't give themselves that time. And then, you know, a year later, they're depressed. You know, they're they're alcoholics, and it's because, you know, they couldn't let go of what they once were. So then, yeah. give yourself some time to process. Give yourself some time to to not wear boots, to grow your hair out. <laughs> you know, give yourself the opportunity to to live that civilian life and figure out what direct figure out where you want to do in your next life. So that's the advice I would give, because if you're going to be an entrepreneur, it's in you, you're going to do it. That might not be your thing right now, but if you're going to do it, you're going to do it. Yeah. Awesome. Well, great advice. Um, well, I'm at, uh, we look forward to seeing your future success as a, as a professional coach and uh, coaching engineers and doing great things out there for people. So appreciate you sharing your entrepreneurial success story. Thank you. All right. I appreciate you being here.
You bet. Thank you, man. All right. These veterans are asking Mike. Thank you for listening to Veteran on the Move, your pathfinder to freedom. If you like the show, leave us a review on iTunes. Reviews are always greatly appreciated. So until next time, this veteran is Oscar Mike.